This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. What's up? Welcome to Lady Talk Radio. I am your main chick, Stacey Ray, and I am excited to be bringing you another episode today. It is episode number 32 with Alice Carolina, and this podcast, as always, is brought to you by WeAreLadyAlpha.com, where we start conversations that empower you and help move you forward so you can have the fierce and fulfilling life you want. For the show notes of this episode, anytime, you can simply go to WeAreLadyAlpha.com, forward slash three two radio. So if you are kicking it on iTunes or on Stitcher or something and you're not actually on that that show notes page, you're probably gonna want to head over there. It's definitely the place to be. You're gonna find the awesome points to listen for that Alice mentions throughout the episodes. So you can take notes and you know do your thing while she's talking. And there's also our contact information on that page. So you can reach out to me, you can reach out to her if you have a question or you want to share something with either of us. Of course you're always welcome to reach out. I love getting your emails by the way. Super cool to hear from you. We're like real people, you know what I mean, behind this podcast. This might just be like an audio in your ear right now, but there's real people back here and we love to hear from you and get your feedback. And of course, if there's somebody or a topic or you or anything you want to see on this show, reach out to me. I love to hear what you want to hear on the show. So before we jump into this conversation, I want to tell you a bit more about what we're going to talk about and more about Alice because she's amazing. So this convo is really full of amazing foundational cut through the fluff kind of points when it comes to really creating an authentic brand. So instead of you going out and continuing to watch multiple webinars or take courses or try to figure it out on your own, she really got to the foundational parts about what's behind the scenes of a really powerful brand and how to really lay the first solid stone in yours. So if you are a woman wanting to step out in the branding world and actually create a brand that isn't overwhelming in the process and get really clear on how to truly do that and what that means for you, you're definitely going to want to get a pen and paper and take some notes because Alice really gave some honest and very refreshing ideas about how to do that. So a little bit more about Alice is she builds brand worlds together with her clients. So she believes that making an impact online really requires a new way of thinking and communicating. So the businesses that stand out tell stories of substance, share products that serve the world and sell with integrity. And it takes courage to leave the status quo and the hustle behind, which she talks about also in this episode, and create a brand rooted in purpose and vision. And Alice loves working with these brave souls, that is you lady, to tell their stories in a way that resonates with their ideal clients and customers. And her ultimate goal is to disrupt the cycle of consumerism by creating a culture of meaning instead of just more. And she touches on this also in this episode. So yeah, we went deep in this conversation. We went into the woo-wee, we went into the factual, we went in this nice balance in between and how to really bring out the brand that is truly already within you wanting to come out. So you are going to love this conversation and you're going to love Alice. So let's just get into it. Hey, Alice, welcome to Lady Talk Radio. I am so excited to have you on the show. (sighs) Hi. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, this has been a little bit in the making. We kind of chatted about having this conversation and now we're finally having it. So I'm super excited about it. Me too. Yeah. So we're going to pick your brain a little bit today. But before we get into that, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on in your everyday life these days? I know you're on an adventure right now on another side of the world. (laughs) Yeah, um, I am part Swiss. So I built my business around being able to be in Switzerland for the summer. Um, and so right now I'm sitting in my best friend's apartment that I'm renting a room in. And uh, yeah, I just got back from swimming all day in a beautiful lake. And that's it. That's my oh, life right geez. now. <laughs> well, geez. <laughs> That sounds yeah. incredible. How are the lakes out there? Holy moly. Oh my God. It's it's just right now we have perfect temperatures. Um, like twenty-five degrees um air temperature, maybe twenty-seven and about twenty-two degree water temperature. It's just bliss. It I don't know. I can't I just this is my place. This is my home. And <laughs> this is where I come wow. to in summer. Yeah. Wow, it sounds gorgeous. Yeah. Sounds gorgeous. Cool. And we're going to be talking about like branding and your flavor of branding and how that all works today and stuff. But I'd love to kind of hear, you know, kind of the backstory, like how did you get into what you're doing now and how that all kind of came to be? Yeah. Um, My sort of first touch with 
branding or I guess graphic design was when I was a kid. Um, my mom taught in um, the local graphic design school. Uh, she taught communication. And we often sort of like had that conversation without me actually knowing that we did. Um about communication and how something looks and, you know, advertisements and how they, what they're actually trying to say and whether or not it's a good brand or a good advertising or not. Um, and then I sort of, well, I went the, the path less traveled. Everyone else was saving up for a moped in my village and I went to art school um, at 14. <laughs> I, I started drawing and I, you know, started drawing lines and all the things that you do in composition, which is like four hours every week of just drawing lines, uh, wow. squiggly ones, and round ones, and fast ones, and slow ones. Anyway, yes, so I started very early, uh, and uh, I went from just sort of like a general art school into graphic design, and um, and then from there, I realized I didn't really want to be part of the industry. I didn't want to be part of an industry that sells um via using manipulation. So basically making something red so as to sell it better just didn't sit well with me. Um, and then, you know, I was a little bit, <laughs> I was a little bit of a rebel anyways. I didn't really like the teachers. And then, you know, my mom was a teacher there still. And it just kind of seemed like I, I wasn't really getting anywhere with it. And then um, I was told I wasn't creative and I was never going to make it. <laughs> and so I basically, well, I quit. I, um, I took a break uh, when traveling and then came back, tried it one more time, tried to get my grades up and then um, and then I had to sort of give it up. Um, and so once I sort of stopped that, I went out into the big bad world and went traveling and worked as sort of, you know, a waitress or in hostels and things like that. And, um, <clears throat> and just kind of went around the globe, I, I suppose. And, um, at some point there, there was a moment where I decided to go back to school. I was, I was in Whistler actually at the time, um, <laughs> sort of a morning after, um, a party in the hallway of staff housing. And it was just one of those, <laughs> I really don't want to be here anymore. Um, I have nothing to say to these people. I don't want to talk about the, you know, the biggest jump or the coolest whatever, or who had what to drink and who was in bed with whom. So I actually, I had a call with my mom and I came back home after that chat and uh, home to Switzerland. Um, I have many, but this one is Switzerland right now. Um, and I went to general ed school. And then from there on, I just decided to study everything that I possibly could um, just to fill my brain after all of that emptiness mm -hmm. of traveling. Um, and I came out with a lot of sort of communication stuff, uh, marketing, communication, um, communication planning, media, um, linguistics. I studied to be a translator for a little while as well. Um, and yeah, and then sort of realized that I wasn't really getting anywhere with that either. I just didn't really find my home or my place. Um, and always, whenever I would go into a bookstore, you know, when you go into a bookstore in the section that you look at most is kind of telling, I think. Yeah. And I always, I always went to, I always went to the design section. I was, I would always hang out there. Um, and so there kind of was a point where, um, where I decided to go back into it and I, um, I decided not to stay in Switzerland where they told me I wasn't creative, um, but to go back to Canada and, um, and take an interior design degree. So I did that. I studied interior design and then from there on, I just knew I wanted to build all of it. I got really inspired by the old masters in architecture, um, sort of from like the 20s and 30s, or maybe even a bit later, where they they literally built everything from top to bottom. They built an entire hotel with you know the cutlery and the uniforms and the textiles and the furniture and the architecture itself and what the people would say in it and how, you know, how the food would taste. And wow. that really appeals to me to, to make something that is complete, uh, that it sort of has a whole, just one language, one message, one consistent me uh, sort of story, I guess, that it's telling. Um, and yeah, it just, design becomes invisible that way. Mm -hmm. It just becomes something that you just feel. It's just an experience then. Um, 
And that's what I want to do. And that's why I decided I wanted to go into branding fully because I get to do all of it. I get to do everything that sort of anything that crossed my path is now useful and has been probably already recycled into one or two of my brands. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's so fascinating. I totally got the visual as you were describing that too, you know, the, the, the building and then the food and like the, the whole shebang. That was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I never thought of branding that way. And that's what I, why I really wanted to pick your brain too. Cause I know there's so many of the listeners who are wanting to start brands or just started a brand or they're, they have a message in them and they really want to share it. And, and what I really resonate about you is how you, you share like that the brand is already inside of you. It's like, it's already there. Yeah. And really what you do with people is help bring that out. So it's the most Absolutely. authentic branding. And I think we've all known the, like the should, what we should do with branding. We're getting bombarded <laughs> with that all the time. But what's the difference? Like, what's the difference between sort of like the, the should do branding, the right way to do branding? I'm doing quotations. You can't see me, but <laughs> the <laughs> right <heard> <laughs> way, yes, the right way yeah. to do branding and to really get your message out there in a way that you feel like your customers and your, your people are going to hear you versus like doing it the way that you re that's really inside of you. Like, what's the difference between those? Um, I think the, the best description to me is still sort of the difference between a paint by numbers brand and something that actually just feels right. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's kind of hard to describe the difference un until you actually see it. I think this would be something where you'd have to <laughs> see an example of it. Um, a, a real sort of true authentic brand that has sort of one message and one clear story is it just, you just don't even notice it being branded. If that makes sense. You're, you're just, you just feel good. You want to connect with it. You're curious. You go look at it more. Um, and, and a brand that's, that's, I guess paint by numbers is the best way I can describe it. Mm -hmm. A brand that's sort of surface level has no substance or not a whole lot. Um, will always feel just a little bit sort of, Oh, I could do that. Or I could make that or, Oh, I should be like that. Um, I think a brand that's really true and authentic and from the inside really inspires you to do your own. Um, you would never think of a brand that you see of somebody else going, uh, you know, that's really authentic and true. Oh, I should be like that. But it will make you go, oh, my God, I want to find whatever I have that makes me look in my unique way. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Totally. Um, whereas this sort of like professional, clean, you know, simple paint by numbers, which sometimes you need to just get started. It's fine. Um, that'll always make you think that, oh, I should have that color or I should, you know, I should be like that. And I think that's the best way to describe the difference. Yeah. Yeah. I find that so interesting because we were kind of chatting a little bit before this, um, doing a live for the lady posse. And we were talking about the, you know, the shoulds, coulds, woulds, the stuff we should be doing marketing wise <laughs> and all of the, yeah. the branding messaging and the coloring and all that stuff. It almost like, it almost takes some of that juice out of it too, because it's yeah. not really fully embodying your vision and your, your brilliance for people, you know? No. Um, and I'm curious, like, you know, because a lot of us are, are starting out or we're just getting into the business or, or we're formulating our ideas and getting it all out. Like, you know, when we work with somebody like a designer, like some people are hiring designers from overseas and stuff like that. Like, mm. what is the difference between doing something like that and, and hiring somebody to just design your logo, for instance, versus having somebody like you in their corner and really getting to explore the brand, it sounds like? Yeah. Um, I think, I think the best way to sort of go about that is, um, it's kind of hard. It depends on where you are, what stage you are in your business. If you're just really just at the complete beginning of it, um, I think it you really need to just take your time and get your message straight and understand the type of business that you're running and understand or want to run and who your people are and how you can benefit the world and what your vision is for it. Um, and Either you can work with someone like me and to discover that and to move through that and to to sort of reach a point of clarity 
Um, I think you always need an outside brain, whether it be your mother or yes. your friend or a brand or it doesn't matter, but you need someone else to bounce ideas off of. You can't, I, there's yeah. no way. Don't do, do it, it alone, yourself. ladies. Don't do it alone. <laughs> exactly. That's the main point. Um, and that will definitely be a, a really helpful tool to, to develop your brand. The thing is just developing a really true, authentic, deep brand takes time. So whether or not you're doing it with someone like me, um, or whether you're just getting something quick to just put you out there, um, and then going about the process on your own, I think the beginning stages are just going to be uncomfortable <laughs> and difficult and it requires patience and a lot of sort of just grit, I guess, to just be with it and stay with it and wait for the moment when things fall into place and they will inevitably. Yeah. But, but it's just, it might, just might not happen in the very beginning. And the problem with wanting to brand yourself right away in the beginning, even if it's just a paint by numbers brand, which is, you know, as I said, totally fine. Um, if you just want to put your favorite colors and, and slap them into a Squarespace page, I'm all for it really. Um, but don't, don't invest thousands of dollars right away. Uh, it's just not going to be a lasting brand. You're just going to redo it again in a year and then maybe in six months and then maybe in two months. And I'm pretty sure we all know what that feels like yes. when you're constantly reinventing yourself. And that is inherently bad for your brand because one of the things that a brand needs to be is sustainable. Yeah. And if you're constantly changing, if you're constantly moving around, um, it's it's just not going to well, it's not a brand in that case mm -hmm. because a brand is is lasting. Um, it it builds itself up over time. Um, yeah, so I hope I answered that question. You did. Yes, you answered it actually better than I had hoped because I was, <laughs> I was confused about what my question was. I think so. That was that was brilliant. I love that because like I, I want to kind of get under the hood of branding for a second. Yeah, like yeah. you know, what does it really mean? you know, to have a brand, because I think we're, we're kind of bombarded in so many different ways now, especially with social media and all these different, you know, start a business overnight kind of concepts. And it sounds to me like branding to you is so much more in depth and has so much more root yeah. to it. So like, let's, let's look under the hood for a second. Like, what does a brand really mean for you? What does the engine well, look like, Alice? <laughs> what does the engine look like? I like that. Um, <laughs> um, to me, it, really is. I mean, I'm a bit of a branding nut, so <laughs> this might be a bit over the top, but um, a brand in its, in its sort of formal ways, it's a strategic business tool. It's a way to communicate your message. Um, it is communication of your business um, on sort of the more, I guess, under the hood. <laughs> um, it's a process. Um, it's a reflection of your business. It's your identity, the identity of your business. It's the home of your business. Um, it is an investment. It's a sort of a, a guide. It can be a guide if you do it right. Um, it can sort of be your anchor. Um, it really becomes as sort of a, a, a your second nature. It's like the symbiotic thing that can grow and live with you and, and will always sort of like, I guess, be there for you to, when you get lost. Um, and it also is really, well, it actually just takes all of the sort of individual elements of you, um, and puts them into a structure. And if you get that structure just right and you get the message right and you get the visual representation of it and all of the touch points that, go along with your brand, if you get them all aligned, um, they can really become something sort of visceral and, 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 and really, I don't know, organic and living. Um, and then, and then once that happens, you, you just sort of relax into it. Um, <laughs> this is very woo woo. I'm loving um, it. <laughs> I'm loving it. Cause you're giving us the feeling, you know, you're not yeah. just telling us the, the verbiage, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. this is what it feels like when you yeah. really have a solid brand that is truly authentic. Yeah. That's so powerful, yeah. Alice. So yeah. powerful. I agree. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and that you used a word earlier that really stuck out to me, like that sustainability. Mm -hmm. 
You know, like it really does grow with you. Because I think that that's what I've seen just from observing some of the bigger brands that we we're all exposed to. It's like they continue to, they can, they can kind of go in different directions and their flexibility mm-hmm. and their sustainability is really obvious. Yeah. And it yeah. sounds like having that deep foundation, like you said, is a piece of that. Is that right? Absolutely. I mean... Um, so we were at woo woo before let's go woo woo woo, um, (laughs) all the way down. I often, and it, this is the cheesiest image I have for you. Um, I hope this is as cheesy as it gets. Um, I really like to compare it to a tree, um, or to just any living thing, to be honest, any, any growth. Um, if you plant a seed, it will not immediately go upwards and make shiny leaves, um, it will first make roots and it will be grounded and it will sit there for a few seasons and then it'll have a really clear and strong foundation. And only then will it start growing upwards and start, you know, branching out and becoming something more and really beautiful. But the entire root structure um, is first um, and it's just as big as sort of the crown of the tree in the end. And I think that's something that we tend to forget is we, we sort of get distracted, always distracted by shiny objects and, and this sort of like instant gratification of having something up right away, live, let's go hustle, hustle. And the thing is just a tree like that will just snap immediately. The, the first storm that hits, it'll just snap and won't have the strength it needs. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of, the point is you need to start in the ground. You need to start where it's not visible first and really, really, really um, go deep into your values and your vision and your purpose, um, the purpose of your business and who are you actually serving and what's the point of all of your making and doing. Um, and that's where the, that's where your brand lives too. Um, I feel like your business and your brand are inevitably linked. It's like, um, yeah, it's like, I guess, two strands of a DNA. It's really connected. Okay. I like how deep you're going with this, <laughs> you know, cause well, we're going to invest time and energy and heart and all of these things into yeah. our business and our brand. So why not spend, like you're saying a little bit of that extra time and, and grit to really like get to the core. Yeah. You know, yeah. cause you said something that really stuck out to me, like the patience piece, like, yeah, <laughs> we all want to like <laughs> throw up a website overnight and it's possible now. Yeah. However, you know, longer term and really building something out that feels meaningful. It sounds like that, you know, taking that time to really explore and get clear and create something. Well, yeah, I think that I think that if you if you actually take your time first and have a clear foundation then you won't be running amok every time you see somebody else posting something that you should be doing instead. Like it just <laughs> takes, it takes a little bit of the, you know, the, the, um, the insanity out of it. Yeah. Right. And especially if you're operating online, there's just so much fluff out there. It's unbelievable. And instead of running after it, which we've all done, I've done it. I really, many times. It's not, (laughs) I know all the things (laughs) and then I do it anyway. Um, but there's just so much unreasonable, silly, insane stuff out there that makes you believe that you're inadequate or it makes you believe that you don't have what it takes or you should go back and, and re rethink everything. And I believe that if you actually take your time in the beginning and really like focus on your business. And I think that's really, really where it comes in. A brand is a really, really powerful strategic tool. Mm -hmm. Um, a brand will make you look at all of the things that you need to do for a business anyway. Like, I don't know if you've ever, you know, done a business canvas. Um, it's sort of my favorite thing, um, for (laughs) running world starting a business, I guess, or just anytime you want to sort of reconnect with your strategy. Um, there's always these points that you have to go through. Like, who are you talking to? What are the channels you're talking to them with? How, well, how much, you know, how much are you making? What are the, what is the cost structure? All of these things. Um, what are your key partners? What, who are you, you know, who do you depend on? Where do your resources come from? All of these things are inevitably linked to your brand. So why not <laughs> do your brand at the same time? Or let's say, why not really 
really understand that the core message that you're trying to get across can only benefit from taking it along with you as you're developing your business, as you're developing your contract. Like, how do you write your contract? Every single touch point of your brand becomes an opportunity for great communication. So how you design your email signature or how you, um, how you just even greet people, <laughs> how you, what type of emoticons do you use? Or I don't know. There's so many ways in which we connect with people. And if you can think about your message and your core message being really clear and having that sort of tagline or brand mantra, if you want, then you can really, anytime you sort of get stuck, you can go back to that and think, okay, so if I'm going to create living brands, what does that mean for if if I want to, you know, make something neon, does that fit? Probably not. But, you know, why would it be neon? Oh, fluorescent. That's interesting. What can we do with that? Right. So anytime, anytime you make a business decision, if you have your brand along with you, there's just no doubts anymore or not as many, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, I guess it's almost like a roadmap. Yeah. You know, that's what really stuck out about what you said. It was almost like, like when you said you rest into it, it's like, once you have those parameters in place and you know what your roadmap is, it sounds like it's almost easier to operate your business. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. 1000%. Absolutely. Because let's be real. I think like, they're the overwhelm is real. Yeah, the overwhelm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. But it's, it's, it's born out of the society that we're in. It's not like something that, that, you know, we can't really fight it. I think we just need to build something outside of this. Yeah. Um, if we want to, if we want to get through this patch, through this rough patch, <laughs> the rough patch, what are some of the things that you feel are, are maybe even just distraction at this point, you know, for some of the listeners who are, you know, in the service based or product based, um, you know, entrepreneurial or want to bring their brand. Some of them are bloggers I know as well. Like, you know, in terms of like, just, I get what you're saying. It's so personal. Every brand could be different, but like in your personal opinion, what are some of the things that you feel might be a little bit more distraction than they are supportive? Right. Um, yeah, I think you made a good point. It's so unique. Um, I think what works for one brand will not necessarily work for another and the other way around. So, um, Part of it is also trying to find out what is your message? Is it fluorescent? Well, then maybe <laughs> you need to do all the fluorescent things out there, right? Um, but, you know, if you have a brand that's built on mathematics, then you need to make all of your titles with numbers. I think that a true sort of clear message where every single point of between you and your people is aligned in one clear message, you can't really... Um, go wrong. The thing that I think you should not do is try and be like everybody else. Yeah. I think the, the, the moment that you're comparing yourself, the moment that you're trying to take over somebody else's idea and not, I mean, I don't mean like stealing like an artist, you know, nothing is original. I don't mean that. I mean, once you're trying to do something minimal because the person next to you is doing something minimal, think about it. Is that really what your brand is or is it actually really fluffy and pink? If it's fluffy and pink, don't make it minimal. Um, so I think it really, really, really comes down to where you see yourself going and who you really are truly, who, what your values are. Um, and then really just live by them. And anything else that's outside of the values is not good, is not good for you. So the only problem with that is that there's a million shoulds and how to's and formulas. And I don't know, I just, to be honest, for me, I, let's just trash all that. Honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm so tired of it. I think it's, so freaking boring and so unimaginative and only only out there for the purpose of making more money and not for the purpose of actually serving anyone wow, wow. yeah especially it sounds <laughs> like well like I can relate because I've for years I went through a lot of those how-tos and all the different formulas and stuff and I yeah. I see the purpose behind it like yeah you know it's great maybe some people don't you know have the the budget to you know whatever hire a professional or they don't have whatever and they just want to throw something up like you said sometimes you just throw things up just to get yourself out there but at yeah. the same time yeah. I think a lot of people do really want that depth but they're they just don't know where to find it because the internet's bombarded with how-tos right yeah and absolutely and you know and yeah. 
be, we're all kind of being told that we need to do it a certain way and you need to collect emails this way or you need to do it this way. And Absolutely. You know, yeah. I know. I totally know what you mean. I think there's, this is um, one of those points where um, you really have to find out what your big vision is. Um, and I, we've talked about this before. Um, Ben Zander is an incredible conductor. Um, and he does really, really good videos and funny videos on leadership and classical music. And it's just really just magnificent storytelling 101. Just listen to this guy, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a one, one very, I mean, he has a million messages that are gold, but this one is specifically, I think for this purpose, um, ideal, which is, he says, a goal is for you. A vision is for everyone. So a goal will always keep you in the sort of like ups and downs of things. There's metrics, there's measurable, you're making more money or less money. There's something about it that's just inherently about you. And a vision is something where if somebody else did it first, you'd be fine with it. it. It's something that's completely out there. You want it to happen, but it, you're not attached to it. You're not attached to it being you that creates it. So if you want to make something, I don't know, if you want to have every child have shoes on their feet, um, then, you know, being Tom's, he decided to have one pair go to a child or a person that doesn't have a shoe anytime somebody buys one pair, right? Mm -hmm. That's a vision to me. Everyone benefits from that vision, and of course, anytime, anytime somebody has a really solid vision, you obviously reap the benefits of it. Like there's, there's a natural tendency to be drawn to that, to be inspired by that. So yeah. of course you, of course you can make money from that. But I think the first and foremost, I, um, sort of basic principle is, do I care if somebody does it before me? Do I need to get paid for that? Or is it okay if I can just, I don't know, for me, it is breaking the cycle of consumerism, I would really like to stop selling the way that we're selling. If somebody did this tomorrow, and told me about it and said, Listen, I'd already I've already done it. I'd be overjoyed. (laughs) I'd be so happy, because then we can start building the real thing, right? I don't really care if it's me or somebody else. That's a vision, right? And once you have a vision like that, you automatically, there's life in that, there's passion in that, there's, there's a drive and a purpose in that. So if you have a vision that's clear and then you build your values, sort of three values is usually what is best for you because any more values and you start becoming a bit, um, it starts getting a bit diluted. But if you have three values that really, really resonate with you, that you can use as sort of like a communication tool, as a guide, as something where you can keep asking yourself, would courage do that? Would courage not do that? Um, then you can actually create anything from that place. I actually, I really believe that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's <laughs> as that far as so, I that, I, oh. I love your, your view on that. And I just, I was just soaking all that up and like finding all these awesome key points I want to share with people that you just shared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so good. You know, I, I love that you're reconnecting us to that, that true message, not the one that we should have, not the, the particular website that works to sell more stuff, you know, but like how to really get our vision, be clear about it have people yeah. benefit from it. And I love what you said, even if somebody else does it, cool. <laughs> because it's bigger than you. It's not about you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. Okay. I'm getting so much clarity out of picking your brain too, just so you know. <laughs> nice. I feel like I'm getting a free session or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was my plan all along. You're welcome. Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, but you know, I know because I've been surveying my listeners a little bit and figuring out like, okay, you know, what are some of the struggles that you personally have in really like living out your life to the fullest, you know? So some of the things that, that have come up around really having your message and sharing that with the world and something that you said really spiked up for me around like, you know, really getting clear what it is that you want to say, like, who are your people and what is it that you really want to share with them? I think I kind of got that a little bit mixed up, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) it wasn't exactly your words, but, um, 
how would you say like, you know, that beginning process, like you said, of getting into that foundation and like really understanding that you gave a couple examples there, but I kind of wanted to go a little deeper because we breezed over it, you know, is, you know, to, to start to really connect with who you are and what your message is, what do you think some of the, the first questions to ask or some of the, yeah, I'm going to say the first questions to ask. Hmm. Um, the first questions, <clears throat> usually I'll, I'll let people talk and then I ask them questions yeah. <laughs> based on that. But let's see if I can, um, I think some of the first questions are where, where do you want to go in life? Where have you been and where do you want to go? Um, there's, there's a, uh, an expression called mountaintop moments. Um, where, you know, you have those moments where you felt like you were really, you're, you're, you're doing it. You're it. You're totally like in your zone and it's, it's amazing. Um, what are those moments? Where do they, um, where, where, they, where did they take place? What, what were you doing? Who were you with? <laughs> what was the experience? Um, and then also those moments when you were really sort of I like to say sort of the, the most dreadful moment of your life. Like what was the moment that really made all of like what you're made of came, came out and, and, you know, you had to really push through and, and, um, move beyond your, what you thought you were capable of doing. Um, and those sort of experiences, I guess, really inform, um, obviously connected to what your business is really inform, who you are, I think, and where, where we can, where we can connect to the people that you're supposed to serve. Um, because it usually is one of those moments where you're like, no, I will not make something red in order to sell it better. Yeah. <laughs> that sort of, you know, and quitting school and actually walking away from it. And everybody in Switzerland, you know, <laughs> ripped out their hair going, what are you doing? You're throwing away your life. <laughs> and well, you know, <laughs> um, maybe I did. Who knows? I don't know what would have happened any other way. Um, but those defining moments, I think, really inform where you can where you can lay sort of the first stone, I guess, you know, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then getting really clear on your values. That's something that I do in a session of mine too, is where you just focus on your values and everyone has sort of, you know, like a, 10 words that they think, you know, fit them. Um, but one thing that's really important to remember is that you probably have them a bit, you're probably going a bit too big picture with it. Mm -hmm. So what you could do is instead of using integrity as a value, um, because let's face it, integrity, if you don't have integrity, you shouldn't have a business, to yeah. be honest. So everyone should have integrity, I think. <laughs> it should be a, a common value. Yeah. Um, so what is your flavor of integrity? What is your um, distinct, natural, um, what what flavor of that is is really, really, really yours? And then finding, you know, a couple more, there's usually sort of like a little more of a, a rebellious value. And then there's one that's really sort of like down to earth. And then there's one that's very flowy and free. So there's a, there's sort of like these feelings around values. And then usually there's a really clear word that comes out of that for you, um, that you can then hold on to. And then you can go into, you know, what would that value do and what would it not do? And where do I see, me and my values, like, where do they, where do they live? Where can they live? Um, is my business actually in alignment, in alignment with that? And if it's not, then sorry to say, you're just going to have to burn your boats. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably the most, the crucial, the most crucial moment I think I have with my clients is the moment where they're like, well, fuck, now I have to start over. And, and it, it is often like that. It is often like that when you really connect with your purpose and your mission. So if you have something that, I don't know, that burns in your soul, then please don't dilute it with something that looks good. Yeah. Wow. Totally. Yeah. So that's where I would start. <laughs> yeah. And I love what you said. That, and the courage it takes to look at something and go, actually, this is really not in alignment with me. Yeah. 
And, yeah. you know, are you willing to play that out for a few more years or are you willing to yeah. actually just start over? Yeah. And do something that's fulfilling and enlivening and yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think one of, one of the main things is that we, we tend to go with the thing that looks the most lucrative, um, or we try to anyway, because we also have to make money. Right. Um, and it's, you know, by all means, don't, don't quit your job. Don't do the thing that makes you, you know, like don't, don't base, don't think that when you have a brand that's truly authentic and deep, that it's going to sell itself, um, it, you know, it, you still are going to have to do the work. So don't go into the immediacy of, of quitting everything. Don't do what I did. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or do it. I mean, or do it. You know, or do it. <laughs> if that's what <laughs> your heart says. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, well, I think to be honest, everybody should work as a waiter for just at least one day. At least in their one life. <laughs> day. Seriously, one day. <laughs> And if, and if you, by the end of it, you still talk to the servers like that and expect them to bring everything at the snap of a finger, yes, work another yeah. day. Work <laughs> yeah. another day. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. But you know, it's really, it's really important to, to not, I think that Liz Gilbert has a real point when she says, don't, um, don't make your creativity a slave to, you know, making you money. Um, and I think, you know, creativity being everything that you're creating, I don't think there's a single person in the world that's not creative. So when I say creativity, it's something that we all share. Yeah. Um, so if you are going to be creative, if you are going to create something that is, doesn't exist yet, which is what your business is, hopefully, um, <clears throat> no, it is obviously inevitably, um, then don't make it a slave to your scarcity and your attachments and your need for money. If you can build it in a way that actually makes sense, um, or keep your day job and work on it on the side. Um, but don't make it sort of, don't let it become heavy. Mm. I think is what I'm trying to say. Um, the moment that it becomes heavy, it doesn't, it doesn't, it can't flow anymore. And it, it, it needs room to breathe in order to move forward. Totally. That, um, that said, of course, throw anything at the wall and see if it sticks, like, please just try it out. Um, and take care of yourself, I suppose is what I'm trying to say. Don't, don't imagine that it just will take care of itself. Although there's a good chance that it will, if it's in alignment with something that makes sense in the world. And then there's also the, the very pragmatic look at it, um, and say, to say, um, is your product viable? Does it make sense? Is there a market for it? Um, and that's a pretty basic question to ask. I don't think you need to take an online course for that. Um, you know, just ask your friends or, you know, just, yeah. 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 I love what you it's, said. It's, I don't think you need to take an online course for that or watch a webinar or, <laughs> or <laughs> oh, awesome. I think it's just a basic, like, I think it's just being really, really real with yourself. Be yeah. really honest with yourself. Tell yourself the truth because honestly, in 20 years from now, it like, obviously anything that you do, you'll be really happy you've done, of course, but if you're trying to really make something that lasts, you need to be true to yourself from the beginning and true to like the situation that you're in. You need to be realistic as well. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's so powerful. Yeah, because well, I love what you said too, that everybody's actually creative. Thanks for saying that because I really, <laughs> I share that belief. And, I, and you know, everything that we're creating, everybody just has a different flavor of what they like to create and what comes through them. And, and you know, I think what you just said really landed for me, you know, like we can make it really heavy. If we, you know, and I've seen that a lot in just some conversations I've had with clients and, and different people, it's like the, the brand can become this, like, almost like we're strangling it. <laughs> like, yeah. Get it right. <laughs> you know, like, and, I know. You yeah. try that. If somebody's strangling yeah. you, like if somebody's standing right behind you, looking over your shoulder and you're trying to make something and you're like, do it, do it, do it. And try, try and do something then. It's like. Yeah. You can't. And just imagine your brand being being just a, another human being that's just really wants to be able to explore. Mm -hmm. 
It's so beautiful. And that communication piece really stuck out to me. That was one thing I really loved about this conversation. Well, there was many things, but that, that thing really stuck out to me. That was like a main insight for me around like communication is like, is really the core of the brand, like how it's communicating. And in my experience, when we're really nervous and tense and constricted and have all these expectations (laughs) and all these unrealistic, you know, pressures, communication doesn't really flow. Absolutely. You know, we can't Absolutely. really find that right message or connect to our heart. So that was that's yeah. really powerful, really powerful stuff. Do you, yeah. I know you're not really into the consumerism thing, similar to me, So, <laughs> I, but I'm curious if you geek out on like some of these, these brands, like what are some of, I don't know, can we, can we talk about some of your favorite brands or like how does <laughs> my favorite brands? Oh God. Or anything, um, maybe not even just the brand itself, any- but like some things that you've maybe noticed other people, brands doing things that you might do that you find have been really powerful. Like, and I get it's personal, but just for that no, particular brand. No, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there's, there's just, there's only like a couple, three people that I really admire, um, and sort of follow, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> I don't like saying that word. <laughs> uh, but I guess I, it's true. Um, one of them is, uh, well, no, actually three, never mind. Um, Paul Jarvis really resonates, I think, because he just says true things like, uh, only make a product when somebody asks you for it. Um, and I really like that because it, it really just brings it really, really down to the basics. Like, do, is it needed? If not, don't do it. If you, is your product viable? It's not well then stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just really creative and I really like that. He, uh, one thing I, I always have this little thing that I like, uh, when people do it, uh, that just like is a, like a little unique thing that I appreciate. And one of the things he does on his Sunday dispatches, which is his Sunday weekly newsletter, um, he actually writes back when you sign up. Uh, and he has something like 30,000 people on his list. Um, and he writes back. And I love that. I think that's awesome. You know, it just yeah. makes it super real. Anyway, that's one thing. And then, um, and then another person that I really like is, uh, and to me it's, it's the person and the brand always. Like, I, I think that there's some brands out there that are really gorgeous to look at. Um, but there's really sort of the people behind it and the drive and the mission. Um, one, another person that I like is, uh, Tara Gentile. I'm sure you've heard of her. She has a space called co-commercial that I'm in. Um, it's a sort of a membership based thing. Anyway, she is really, really, really generous with her information. She has something called growth styles, which I really like, um, where she just describes in very basic terms what you could have as a growth style for your business. Anyway, it's really amazing. You should look it up Mm. if you can. And what I really like about it is that you don't have to sign up for anything to get to that information. She just gives it freely. And even in the, in the space in the, in the paid subscribed pay space, she just, gives of herself all the time. And I love that. I think that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously there's the other big, you know, I don't know, statues almost, you know, Liz Gilbert and, um, and then, you know, a couple of other people who I just, you know, I really like reading their books and I really like being sort of, I like thinking about them. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. Um, Yeah. But I mean, any, any sort of brand that really, has something true to offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's, uh, um, I think they're called mass architects. I think they make buildings in sort of difficult si- situations. There's, um, design like you give a damn, I think was made by them. It's sort of, um, creating these buildings like after hurricane Katrina came through, they built this community center for people to get sourced. Um, or they built like a soccer field somewhere in, I think it was Somalia. I'm not sure. Um, you know, things like that. And then Tom's of course, that, um, that I've mentioned before where you have a, you know, they give a shoe to a child when you buy one. Um, just, I guess brands with a purpose, with a, yeah. with a vision, with something that's, that's again, that's not attached to just generating more income or not solely, <laughs> mm. but, um, but really actually cares. Wow. So good. Thanks for that. Mm. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I feel like you got us really connected to the bigger picture here too, throughout this conversation. So thanks for that. It was really, yeah. yeah, it's really powerful to have those conversations and really remember, get behind just the having the perfect logo and the right email subscribe Absolutely. thing, you know, like it's to really remember why we're doing this, you know, why yeah. we're doing this and what matters most and, and what we're really up to in the world. So Thanks for that, Alice. So beautiful. Absolutely. This has been so good. You know, before we finish up, I like to ask one question, but I want to ask you first, if there was anything that I didn't ask you that maybe you wanted me to ask you or (laughs) anything you want to leave the listeners with before we jump off. Oh God, I think your questions were amazing. I don't think I have anything else that I could think of right now, but I'm sure we'll have many moments where we can connect over this again. Of course. Of course. Mm. So here's, here's the final question. (laughs) And I love this. I love asking this. It's kind of a fill in the blank kind of thing. It's not really a question. It's more of a sentence. But, um, you know, I love asking this because I just love to hear people's own personal take on this. There's no right answer or wrong answer. It's just really, you know, we've all been through ups and downs and overcome different struggles and challenges in our lives. And so I love to hear just where what people's personal takeaway is. So here it is. If you really want to improve your life, fill in the blank. (sighs) Ha. You know, oh, God, I think you just need to connect with people, realize that you're not alone on the planet. We're going to be more people now, more and more and more. And anything trying to get you on top and separate separate from others is not going to be sustainable anymore. It's not going to work. So how can we live collectively and how can we sort of do our part, but also think about how we can actually start collaborating and communicating with people instead of being, you know, our own little individual island. Yeah. So yeah. good. Mm, love that. What a good answer. <laughs> Connect with people. Love it. Oh, God. So Feel good. good. <laughs> it was so good. You're, you're amazing. Thank you so much, Alice. We're going to put all of the links and everything so people can get connected with you. Um, what is the best way to get connected with you? For the listeners who uh, are really probably, resonating. Yeah, probably through my website, alicecarolina.com with a K. Um, and then through Facebook probably. And um, it's all pretty it's all pretty simple for me. Awesome. <laughs> love that. Yeah. I love that. So we're going to put all the links and stuff for Alice. And of course, if you have any questions, you know, if she said anything that really sparked something for you and you have an insight or you had something that you wanted to share, feel free to reach out to her. I'm speaking for you, but I know that you love to hear from people. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So reach out, share any insights, any questions. And if you know anybody that could really benefit from this episode, feel free to share this with them because honestly, we're looking to really share these good conversations with more incredible people. So, you know, just just do the thing. And um, of course, if you have anything that you would love to hear talked about on this show, Alice, I want to ask you, like, is there any topic or person that you might want to hear on this show in the future? Oh God. I don't think, I don't think, I think I've sent you every single person that I know that that is interesting to me. (laughs) Um, I think I would love to hear a little bit more from sort of like a more techie world, you know, what is it like in the sort of tech industry and the startup industry, because it's just so fast paced. Um, And I'm just wondering what, what that's like, you know, I think that that would be interesting. You know, what, what's a, what is a life like in that sphere? Ah, I would be fascinated by that as well. I actually did a hackathon not that long ago. And uh, like a proto hack where you create like a a prototype in in the space that you're in there for like 12, 15 hours. And it was so fascinating to me and the people who were involved and like the space that they held for all of us and the tools that they gave us. It was really, really interesting. And there was some pretty awesome leadership there that were really in the tech space and and could give us a lot of really great insights and everything. It was a really cool experience. So yeah, I'm sure I could poke some brains around there. So I'll, I'll find somebody awesome. and we can, we'll have yes, that conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, Perfect. thanks so much for coming on the show and thanks for tuning in and we will talk to you next week.